Welcome to Shoot to the Top, a podcast for professional photographers with web designer and marketer Sam Holland and professional photographer with over 20 years in the industry, Marcus Ahmad. Hi Marcus, how are you doing? I'm really good, Sam. Yeah, it's been a great week. Um, how, how are you? Excellent. Good, thanks. And we've got another guest on today. So this is really interesting. So we have today Nick Hems, who is a men's style consultant. So I think I will hand over to Nick to introduce himself and explain what that is. Um, Hello. Thanks for having me on. Um, Yes, I'm a men's personal stylist. Um, So I guess what that involves is I advise and help men um, with their clothing, with their wardrobes. Um, from making sure that they have the right clothes um, on a day-to-day basis um, to basically upscaling their wardrobe and their appearance. Um, um, I talk a lot about helping men create better first impressions in order to create better opportunities in their life. And I believe, obviously, we do that a lot for our appearance and therefore our clothes. So my job just involves helping people to make the best possible first impression by looking their best. In short, and that involves wardrobe editing, it involves personal shopping and many other things around clothing as a whole. So, yeah, I'm struck, Nick, then actually with the similarity with what I do in some ways, because I create websites for people. And one of the big things is their very first impression when they go to the website of the business. And you're doing a similar thing, aren't you, for that very first impression when somebody meets, meets someone in person? Yeah, I think the two are are very very similar. It's it's all to do with marketing and marketing yourself, isn't it? Um, and trying to drive interest and essentially drive drive people to inquire about the services that you can offer them. Um, so it's it's a window to you, which is a website, and and I offer people um, the ability to be able to appear their best for meeting. Yeah, in person and or and online. that first impression, it's it's subconscious isn't it almost it's so fast that it's just got to be right yeah well they say you've got seven seconds to create you you create a first impression within seven seconds so absolutely um an impression's made a lot of the time before you've even spoken a word so yeah it's vitally important <clears throat> Nick, may I, Nick, may I ask you, um, is this something that you learned yourself or did you study it? And how did you actually come into becoming a, men, a stylist, a, in particular a men's stylist? Um, I, guess it, I guess it was something I was learning over a long period of my life without realising it myself. So <clears throat> to, to tell the story, it's kind of me growing up and me being not a, kind of like a very um, out there character confident um i was never particularly shy but kind of confident to express myself or to stand out in a situation that was never me um and like we all do at times we were forced to put on masks to get through life my mask was clothing um and i used clothing to kind of put myself out there so that conversations came to me instead of me having to start the conversations and I realized that by wearing different things in different ways and and standing out that I could I could make someone come to me and start a conversation instead of the other way around um and I learned that when I was kind of like when I was a teenager um and then growing up through my working life I just realized how important appearance was because it allowed you to manipulate 
certain situations and and it brought trust in you as well if you appeared a certain way so I guess I was always kind of like it was self-taught and and a lived experience shall we say and then um when I when I moved from London to Bath um I I quit the job that I had because I, I realized I was working um within insurance actually with marketing insurance oh, yeah. I realized it wasn't really for me and I if I was going to make the break and do something for myself, it had to be, you know, then I was approaching 40. Um, and I searched for probably three or four months. What can I do? And I just realized I thought there's a bit of a gap in the market. I love sales. I've been involved in sales training before, but few people talk about appearance and the power of appearance and how it can impact on you essentially selling. Um, so I saw the gap in the market and thought men's personal stylist that could be me so I, I then I then kind of like formally trained to do that uh, and then set up my business where did you train that Nick um, the London College of Style and then it was interesting ah. you're saying about the standing out because that's quite a balance isn't it because you can stand out in the right way by getting it the sort of the look just right but you can also stand out very much in the wrong way can't you <laughs> just be sort of a totally misjudged it yeah completely I think it's good to have like recognition and understanding about your appearance because some people just don't have any at all uh, and they just they view it as well I don't really care about my appearance people can take me as I am you know like um, I, I let my personality or the work that I've done in the past yeah. speak for who I am but really you know you, you, it is about appearance because everyone takes on board a first impression and no matter who you are no matter how fair you think you are in your thinking yeah no definitely you someone's first impression the way they look definitely carves it makes a massive impact on you and how you feel about them yeah okay so nick tell me when you're working with your clients be they a director of a company a creative like a photographer people listening to this show how do you go about deciding on the kind of look that's going to suit you suit them i know if i was doing this they'd probably i'd try and make them look exactly like me which obviously <laughs> is not ideal so how do you go how do you go on about addressing this situation um so the way, the way i always start is just with a conversation it's just to i think kind of like in sales you know good sales people you, you kind of have that you know, you've got two ears and one mouth, you use them like that, you know, so I, I, I listen to people and I listen to people tell me about their lives and their lifestyle, um, you know, what job do they have, what they do in their job. Um, and it's about kind of understanding where they sit with all of that and how, how they feel about themselves, what they're looking to portray. Um, and then understanding from there, what clothing and what style is going to reflect that without them coming too far of their outside of their comfort zone but you know how how can we reflect what we want them to in a smart and considered way um and then and it's working from there i, I send them a, a questionnaire as well which will help me delve a bit a bit deeper into their personalities and their lives and, and obviously help me understand all of their sizing etc and then after that um it's, it would be a case of them finding the clothing that that's going to work okay. you find them the clothing yeah. yes i do yeah so um mo most frequently people will book a personal shopping trip um and yeah i'll say it now in, in case the question doesn't come up you know most men don't <laughs> really like shopping <laughs> 
um, <laughs> and they have a, a negative impression, a negative feeling towards it going to the shops, uh, you know, being faced with changing rooms and not finding what they want and people asking them questions and just get me out of here within half an hour and one thing <laughs> and that one thing won't really work for me so it will stay sitting in my wardrobe and that's kind of like that over and over again um so the way i work with people usually with, is within um i've usually done some kind of color analysis with them so i can ensure that i find all of the clothes in all of the right colors for them um and it's all there when they arrive so they can sit back and they can relax and we can go through the clothing, the styles, how to create outfits and give them a bit of an education as to what's going to work best for them and why. And, you know, what is layering? What is the difference between the different fabrics? And why does this colour work better for you? Why does this style work for you? And also like with sizing, why does it make such a big difference if, you know, like the the the, the hem on the on the trouser is, you know, two centimetres higher than it is lower, or why should we taper the trousers? And what does it do? And how does that work with your physique? Because all of this stuff, all of these really small proportions make massive differences. Oh, that's fascinating stuff, Nick, fascinating. I mean, just before we move on to talk about photography and the way you work with photographers, maybe you could just tell me uh, some places where you get your inspiration and ideas, magazines or anything like that, or films, or how does that work for you? Uh, I'd, I'd say genuinely <laughs> in my head. <laughs> the, as, like, I, I think basically, like I've got some, I've got a really strange mind. Maybe it's my ADHD mind. I, so if I say we all do, um, that kind of stuff stays with me when I see kind of like outfits and styles and stuff like that. So I can kind of always, always relate it back to that and know what kind of would work for someone. And then obviously you combine that with all the information that they've given you to be able to understand right this is the kind of look that i'll be going for that's super interesting so really what you're saying there is that you're constantly working on ideas by looking at people thinking about what would suit them and then you're doing your research by looking at magazines and seeing what is current and then thirdly working with the client to find out exactly to make sure exactly what your idea is going to match is going to fit them yeah, yeah. I think I think my my the way I look at myself is like current but classic. Uh, um, I'm not I'm not a fashion stylist. I'm very much a personal stylist. So right. meaning it's it's tailored towards them and their life as opposed to tailored towards what's going to make them look fashionable. Um, so yeah, I, I guess kind of this um, my my mind is because of this a recent thing finding out ADHD is like my mind is constantly processing constantly processing appearance and image um, it's just the way my mind's set up and I can't help it and that's what I was saying you know I was trying to find a job that would work best for me um, and I think that's why you know I found I found this and it fits the way that I my mind works <laughs> But we need to talk, I think Marcus said about photographers and photography. So we've talked a lot about you working with individuals, but do you also work with photographers, not with them as people, but mm. not with them in terms of styling them, but working with photographers and then the photographer's clients who are effectively sort of styling a person in a photo shoot? I do work with photographers, yes. And, and I guess what I am is just an aid for both people. So I sit in between the photographer and the person having the shoot and I support them both because I think well I know in fact that when 
someone has me alongside them, you know, the photographer then is able to get 100% out of their shoot. But then more importantly, the person having the photos is able to get the maximum out of them at that time having the photos. Because the way that the way that it typically goes from what I understand is photographers, photographers' expertise is in taking photos and making look, people look great. But in order to make people look great, you know, they also have to turn up looking the best that they can look, right? So people don't always understand how can I look my very best today? And they think it's put on a suit or or whatever it may be, but they could be wearing completely the wrong colours. It could be they could be wearing clothes that don't fit their physique. But then how does the photographer control that? Because most photographers aren't going to feel comfortable saying, I think you should wear this, 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 and this, because yeah. that's not their area of expertise. That's not what they've been brought in to do. So I can then sit and say, right, okay, here is how I would want to appear for this because this is the job that you do. This is the message that you're trying to communicate. Um, I know these are the colours that are going to work best for you. This is the cut of clothing, the style of clothing that's going to work best for you. And then all of a sudden, the photographer can get much more out of the shoot. The photographer's happier because he's happier with the work that he's producing. And the client at the, gets the end results that absolutely maximise that time invested into the photographer and money. Do you presumably have to work quite a lot before the shoot? Because um, obviously, once someone's on the shoot, you can hardly go out and, and get a load of clothes. So presumably, there's quite a lot of work before the day of the shoot with you and the client. Yeah, it's all pre all pre shoot. So depending on how someone how someone employs me, um, it would be anything from uh, giving them a bit of advice on camera advice. Um, maybe helping them select some clothing that they have indoors or ready to wear. That's kind of like on a minimum level to then maybe finding them some new clothing online that they could wear and then having that delivered and me kind of going through, right, this is what I'd wear. This is how I'd wear it. Or, or maybe, you know, get, get those trousers all to the bit. And if I like that, through to going through to like a personal shop where we can get everything tailored and sorted out on a day, and correct and present for their shoots so they know exactly what they're wearing. Everything is, is is tailored or altered so it fits them perfectly and they feel really ready and confident to do a shoot. Um, and, and funnily enough, when I do personal shopping for some people, some people then want to document it afterwards, don't they? Because they feel the best they've ever right. felt about themselves. So, you know, like if I can get that from someone that's just a client of of mine then someone that's preparing themselves for a brand shoot or something that's exactly the space that they need to be in because again you know marcus you know you you, you talk about this and you probably second it is like the one of the hardest things to do is, is get someone to relax and actually when when someone's relaxed and feels confident actually their body language exudes confidence and people buy into that more they buy into a, a real smile someone that's really relaxed behind the camera and that's the position that I want to get someone into the day of the shoot. Totally agree with you, Nick. There, Nick. Uh, but if I may also just go back a little bit, I just want to really um, extol the benefits of working with a stylist on a, on, a, on a shoot. Obviously, my background is in fashion and I've worked with many, many stylists. And a lot of, I think a lot of people think that as a fashion photographer that you're involved in the clothes. Well, you're, you're not, because as Nick quite rightly says, 
it, it's a specialist. And when I work with my clothes stylists, uh, they've got books, or, or, you know, a diary full of shops where they can borrow clothes and get clothes from. And to get that as a really important resource to bring to a photo shoot, that book of addresses where you can borrow, get clothes from and hire them from or give them back. So yeah, I, I really uh, totally agree with you that the importance of, of photographer working with a stylist is, it cannot be um, stressed enough. Um, but let's talk also, Nick, let's move on and talk about the on the other side, because I know you've been photographed quite a lot. I photographed yeah, you, yeah, and indeed, that's how yeah. we got to know each other. Maybe you could, maybe just for our photographers out there, just give a few words of wisdom about how you chose the photographer and what you, you're looking for when you work with a photographer to, for your own photo shoots. Yeah, sure. So I've, I've learned this through trial and error, you know, um, you know, what, what I look for is someone that is an expert in, let's say, for example, fashion photography like yourself, you know, I knew that you had experience of working with people that whose end goal was similar to mine. Right. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but I also I say that because I've worked with people that have done, you know, like, family photography or yes. just general wedding photography or yes. a general photographer. And actually the way that they they the way that they kind of like build the shoot and and the way that they manage it is very, very different to the way that someone like you would, Marcus, because you're very much like, right, I get the brief. Right. I think you look best with this background or or, or helping me even pose because you know what mm -hmm. will look good editorially, for, for example. Yes. Whereas someone else is kind of then relying on you to know how to pose. And it's so much harder because, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about other things and they're, they're, I want a photographer to almost take control and say, right, yes, do this, act in this way. This background is going to work best because, of, you know, and, and it's, it's so nice to have a, stress taken off of you when you hire the right type of photographer so now if it if it wasn't like for working with you marcus and i was somewhere else and i need to work with something i'd be looking at right what's their background what do they do what kind of shoots have they done do my research that way before i'd even approach anyone that's very very interesting nick very interesting um so just moving forward um where do you see yourself going with your styling what what what, what the hopes and dreams where are you going to take it um, so, so for me, I guess when you, when you, when, when you start a business, um, you, you kind of have this why, and you know, I, when I started my business, it was very much thinking about what's my end goal, what's my why. Um, and I spoke about it briefly earlier and I said, you know, like I, my thing is helping people create more opportunity in their lives right. through understanding the power of appearance. Um, and what I really am passionate about is helping young people. Uh, to do that and also young people from ethnic minority backgrounds uh, because you know I, I am and I grew up and I had my lived experience of the things that I went through when I was younger and I just want people to understand how important it is and how they can open up a whole new world when they just understand like how to show up for something how to show up for the job that they really want because you can change your world so as a stylist, you know, it would be working more and being able to influence that more. So I, I love what I do. It kind of pays the bills, but I'd, I'd, 
I want to expand so that I can work with younger people and do right. more work with schools right. and colleges. And Excellent. And the, I, I've way. seen somewhere as well a program do it, doing that sort of thing. So having a bank of suits, just something as simple as that, so that people going for their first job, you know, who who had nothing to do with, could go and they get given a suit and they get help you know, to make it look right and stuff. And then they get sort of sent on their interview with much more confidence, turning up in the right way, just kind of giving people that boost and that help, which they just, you know, didn't have access to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the, the thing is, like, when you do that, and I've had some experience of doing it and, and feedback from doing it, it, it's the biggest, it's one of the biggest impacts you can have on someone's life because just giving them an opportunity at a young age to, to get in somewhere where they want to be, where they didn't think they necessarily could do, to then put them in that environment where they can not only thrive, but they can earn money. They can start providing for themselves or for their families. Or it's it's such a yeah. big deal, you know. Um, helping because it's, it's not just helping someone's confidence; it's helping them being able to kind of move forward in life. You know, I do a lot with helping people in their confidence, and you know, I get a lot of feedback from people six months a year later saying, you know, if it wasn't for you. I wouldn't be doing this now or you've that's transformed amazing. my life. And, you know, like that sounds like, like a big thing to say, but literally people say I've transformed their life because all of a sudden now they are working a lot more confidently and that's in, that's enabled them to yeah. maybe go for a job, a different job, find a partner. Um, and it changes people's lives, but it's not something that people would necessarily think yeah, that could. No, it can beginning. make all the difference. It reminds me of a story back when I was teaching a long time ago. Um, the head teacher visited another school and they took kind of the three kids with them who were always in trouble, always in detention, always looking a mess. And they turned up at the other school and they said, these are our three top pupils. And when they gave the pupils that confidence, they behaved like the three top pupils from the school all day. And it was just somebody giving them that yes. confidence, putting that trust in them, and they were a different person overnight. Yeah, and you, you start you start living That's up, exactly to it, what don't you? Because um, you you were able to tell yourself that story yeah. in your head and That's then you live it, it out. Um, That's been amazing. There's so much good stuff there, Nick. Um, we're going to have to start to wrap it up. But as you are a men's stylist, do you think there are some like little generic hints and tips you could you could give to some of the rest of us that to help us in our day to day styling? Absolutely, buy clothes that fit. Like <laughs> my number one, my my number one. But actually, that that's actually probably a, a, a slight falsehood. Like buy clothes that fit. What I should say is, um, no matter what you do and no matter where you go, you are not necessarily going to find clothes that fit you perfectly off the hanger. But what to do is buy the clothes that you love, but then after that, make sure they fit you well because fit is the number one it's my number one kind of like tip with style you can't have style if you don't have clothes that don't fit you properly and clothes that fit you properly will make you look 100% better because I could make a suit from Primark look better than a suit from Prada just by making it fit you well um, and that's a, but that would be my number one tip my number two tip is understand and learn about color um because too many wardrobes just are full of navy blue and gray um men's wardrobes especially and if you can start to understand the colors that work for you just by trying them out just by going into a shop trying loads of t-shirts on in different colors 
if you're in the UK, H&M and Zara are great for it. One T-shirt, loads of different colours, try them on, see what works, see what looks good in natural light to you against your skin, against your face. And start wearing a bit more colour because that will enable you to stand out. And when you do that and the clothes fit, you know, it's an easy winner. Brilliant, Nick. That's absolutely fantastic advice. You have been a, fantastic, a great guest here, Nick. Thank you so much for spending time with oh. us and really explaining how yeah. important a stylist is for a photographer. Just to finish up, is, is there anywhere that our listeners can find you? Any good places where they can see, uh, seek you out? Absolutely. If you just type in my name, Nick Hems, I think I'm the only, certainly the only one in the UK. Um, I'll come up. So nickhemstyle.co.uk is my website. Um, Nick Hemstyle is my tag on Instagram and I'm on LinkedIn. So, yeah. Amazing. Brilliant. That's fantastic. Thank you. No, it's been, been an absolute pleasure, guys. Absolute Thanks pleasure. so much. So we will put all of those links to Nick out on the show notes. That will also go out on the newsletter along with loads of other bits and pieces, um, pre-show information, chances to be interviewed yourself. So if you want to sign up to the newsletter, just go to the website, website for photographers.co.uk. That's with the number four forward slash podcast. And you can sign up to the newsletter um, and you could be on the podcast too. So thank you so much, Nick. Um, that was amazing. Great to speak to you, Marcus. And I'll see you, Marcus, next week. See you next week, Sam. And see you. And Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Marcus. Thanks. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. You can like and subscribe on your usual podcast platform. You can find Sam and Marcus on LinkedIn and at websiteforphotographers.co.uk forward slash podcast. See you next week. Thank you.